everybody welcome back to another edition of the untitled jeff gluck podcast i'm your host jeff gluck and today it's a 12 questions version of the podcast with kyle larson of chip ganassi racing kind of got a funny story for you here so media day at daytona 500 i was recording the podcast that you may have heard with daniel hemrick where we were making preseason predictions media day is like a two-level thing in a, in a building near the victory lane so on the bottom level it's all the people doing the reporting and the news gathering and stuff like that top level there's like some food and uh people chairs and stuff like that where nobody's really up there so i'd gone up there with daniel hemrick um to uh record the podcast. And you may have heard in that podcast, Kyle Larson yells out at one point, hope you picked Austin Dillon, you know, to, to Hemrick. Well, so Larson was sitting there on his break. And after I wrapped up the, uh, the interview with Hemrick, Larson says, Hey Gluck, you got your 12 questions ready. And I thought he was saying like, Oh, you know, have you come up with them yet? Or have you done an interview? And I'm like, yep, yep. Just did the first interview with Joey Logano. And he goes, okay, let, you want to do it? I'm like, what? He's like, right now you, you want to do it? I'm bored. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. So I uh, got a surprise 12 questions interview with Kyle Larson out of nowhere, uh, I guess just because he was bored. So uh, I, I end up skipping a question in this interview. Uh, I, I was frazzled and didn't have my, my, fully, my full list prepared. I was scrolling on my screen, so sorry about that. But otherwise, here's what is hopefully a fun 12 questions with Kyle Larson. Sweet. All right, everybody, I'm here with the blunt Kyle Larson and I was just walking around and he flagged me over and asked if the 12 questions were available so you must be super bored congratulations yeah thanks no uh <laughs> I like your 12 questions normally okay thank well we'll see if you like this year's maybe version. not all of the 12 questions but there's usually a few that the are the majority fun. okay first one is Kyle uh, are you an iPhone person or an Android person and why I'm an iPhone uh user Apple all Apple uh-huh. um it's just simple Life's simple with Apple. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I agree. Um, number two is, okay, if a fan meets you in the garage, there's like oftentimes there's only a brief interaction, right? So you may, they might only have five or 10 seconds. What's the best use of that time? Like, should they go for an autograph, <coughs> selfie? Should they talk to you? Like, what do you recommend that, inter- how that interaction go? Um, I don't know. I usually... Usually when like a dirt a dirt fan walks up and starts you know talking about a race that's that's a good way to get a reaction a good reaction out of me um, or just have your camera ready mm-hmm. um, have your camera ready and then usually I think that would put all of us in a better mood and uh, more willing to chit chat for a minute um, so yeah but but I think I enjoy interacting with people. So it pisses you off when somebody comes up and they're like, oh, let me get a selfie. And then they're like trying to they're, unlock their they phone. They don't have it out of their pocket yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, when someone pulls a jerk move on the road when you're driving down the highway or something, does that at all compare to what it feels like when someone pulls a jerk move on the track? Uh, yeah, I guess a little bit. Um, so like if somebody cuts you off or something like that, then I mean, at least in the race car, you can run into them uh, and show your displeasure where... I guess in, on the street, you know, if somebody cuts me off, I just tailgate them for <laughs> a couple miles. A um, couple miles, wow. Yeah, or at least until they turn. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, so I, yeah, I would say it's similar. Just you can't run into somebody on the street. Uh huh. 
Do you, do you think I don't they do get the any message? hand gestures though because we're on the racetrack. You can do it. You can do a hand gesture because you know you're not. You got you know you have I guess backup when you get to pit road. Where yeah. If you do a hand gesture and, and somebody gets you to pull over on the side road, they probably beat you up and you don't <laughs> yeah, have any backup. No. Yeah, that's true. You don't know what they're gonna pull. Um, Kyle, has there ever been a time when you had a sketchy situation with your safety equipment? Hmm. Like, have you ever had belts come undone or Hans break or something crazy like that? Uh, I've never, no, I don't think I've had belts come undone or Hans break. I've had, I've had times like where I'm rolling around under yellow or something and like it, maybe I didn't get it clipped in all the way and it like becomes unclipped under yellow. Um, but I usually have enough time to get it, get it hooked back up. Um, gosh, I don't, yeah, I don't think I've had anything too sketchy. I, I feel like I have really safe equipment. Um, so yeah, my, my ride helmet's been safe and, and all that. So yeah, knock on wood. I haven't had anything crazy happen. You, th- you wear the, like the strap version, right? Is yeah. that the sa- It's a uh, Hans, just it's a different a hybrid. It's, oh, okay. uh, Mm, safety solutions it's simpson owns it now uh but it's it's called a hybrid hybrid so why do you do that more comfort i was like their test dummy kind of back when i was like 10 11 racing go-karts um back when they were first i guess maybe getting started uh at least with the youth stuff so i've always used their their stuff um that back then it was called like the r3 um so yeah i kind of developed their youth stuff and then I've just always used it as I've gotten older. Hmm. Um, I think it's a safer device than the Hans. Um, I think because it clips to you, you know, it still is working uh, somewhat if your belts were to slide off, hmm. which, you know, they, I've never had my belt slide off. But when I wear a Hans, I don't feel like it's that tight on me and it's not doing as much for me. Wow. Okay. And it's a lot easier on your collarbones, too. On your collarbones? Yeah. Oh, okay. Especially for dirt racing. You know, a lot of people break their collarbones with Hanses. Hmm. What's a food you would not recommend eating right before a race? And are you speaking from experience with this recommendation? <laughs> uh, maybe like a couple cheeseburgers and, and root beer float. I wouldn't recommend eating eating any of that. Before. I hope that's not personal experience. Uh, maybe a little bit of personal experience. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't really want to talk about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kyle, is there life in outer space? And if so, do they race? Oh, I believe there's life in outer space. Um... I don't know if they race though. Maybe. Uh, wow. Yeah, I, 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 there's got to be life in outer space. I mean, I feel like I've seen some UFOs before, so um, I think there's life. Do they race? I don't know. I would hope they do. That way, that way, I could maybe go race in outer space. Right, right. When you cross over to the various series, you can yeah. be like one of the first intergalactic racers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be like, Intergalactic. Dude, Kyle, uh, Kyle Larson is good on any planet. You know? <laughs> He's out of this planet. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> but no. Yeah, hopefully they race. Where have you seen UFOs? Like, you mean on the ground or when you're flying and you're like, that's something weird out the window? Dude, so I, I remember I was driving through Sacramento. So this was right by Arco Arena where the Kings used to play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm cruising down 99 and uh, or up 99. And out the right side, like... There is a bunch of like little like colorful objects like zipping around like back and forth like random as could be like all different directions for 
at least a minute while I was driving. I was just staring. I was like, what the, what the huh. hell is this? And, uh, yeah, like it was, it wasn't like a drone cause there was a, there was multiples and they were, f- they were flying fast, pretty low to the ground, probably, I don't know, 50 feet off the ground, Wow! but just little lights and maybe, maybe I was crazy for a second, but, uh, no, I, I swear I saw something funny. Wow. Interesting. Um, a mystery that I've always wanted to know the answer to is what, what do drivers talk about when they're standing around at driver intros before the race? Oh, uh, I, I dread driver intros. Um, Davis could admit that I'm, I'm the last one up to the intro stage just because it's awkward. It's like, it's like going to lunch, you know, in junior high and you're like, Oh, there's the cool table and here's the nerd <laughs> table. And then, you know, there's my dirt friends. I'll go stand with my dirt friends. Uh-huh. Uh, so we usually just talk about like dirt racing. Um, so I'll stand around like Stenhouse and Newman and Boyer or somebody and Denny Hamlin's getting into liking dirt racing. So, um, He's usually around. We'll talk, talk stuff, you know, because we'll, we've all watched Dirt Vision from the night before. So we'll talk about that. But, um, yeah, I hate intros. Hmm. I, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't go up there early. There's drivers that get up there like, I feel like Martin Truex is always the first one up there, and he qualifies good. And I'm like, man, what are you doing up here so <laughs> early? Because yeah. he's quiet. He doesn't talk to anybody. But, um, yeah, so I don't, I don't like going up there early. That's funny. Uh, what makes you happy right now? Happy right now, uh, that I'm getting to knock this 12 questions out of the way (laughs) (laughs) before I have to like wake up early in the morning or something to when I'm tired and grumpy and getting ready for practice, like in Pocono or something like that. Yeah. Um, that makes me happy as well. Kyle. Yeah. So we both get to (laughs) get it out of the way, but no, I don't know. Doing the 12 questions and then, um, just getting ready to get the season started. Um, it was a short off season, but uh, yeah, I get to get to go racing full time again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's say a sponsor comes to you and they're like, Kyle, we're going to fully fund the entire rest of your career um, on the condition that you wear a clown nose and an '80s rocker wig in any in every interview you do for the rest of your career. Would you accept this uh, agreement? <sighs> No, <laughs> no, there's probably other sponsors out there that wouldn't, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, or would, would sponsor us and not do that. So just take your chances. Yeah. And I'll just, if it, yeah, I'll just go sprint car racing <laughs> in that. It's not worth it. <laughs> so, um, no, I won't wear a clown. I would wear the, maybe the long hair, but not the clown nose. Okay. It's a, it's all negotiation. Right? Yeah. So. You couldn't negotiate that. Yeah. That's true. Um, so this is the 10th year I've done the 12 questions. I've never repeated any of the questions until now. So uh, if you pick a number between 1 and hun- one and 100, I will pull up a random question from the past year's 12 questions sometime, and uh, answer you will answer that question. So pick a number between 1 and 100. Oh, 62. 62? Okay, hold on. Okay, uh, what is your... When, when is this from? This is from 2015, if I did the math right. Oh, so I may not question. have done that. What's that? So I've had this question. Oh, that's that's true, actually. I should look up your answer and see how it compares. You, you can, can do mind. that? Huh? Okay. Yeah. But don't tell me how I answered no, it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle Larson, 12. Oh, 12 questions with Kyle Larson, USA Today, 2015. Back when you were no fun. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> um... Do you ever get mistaken for another driver or celebrity? <laughs> uh, so these days, 
um, just when I'm at the racetrack, I get me. Well, now that I have, so that's back when I was Target, so I was red, so I didn't really get Stenhouse all that much. Um, so now I get I get Stenhouse a lot. Um, Stenhouse. Yeah, even it happened today downstairs. What? Um, yeah. So I get Stenhouse and Chase Elliott the most, uh, and then. At least Chase Elliott has dark hair. Or something. Yeah, yeah, and Chase Elliott and I actually look a lot alike. I feel like in our baby pictures and stuff. But yeah, I get Ricky a bunch. Ricky huh. probably the most. Ricky gets me a lot too. What? I don't. Okay, I don't see that at all. Like I don't. I, you're saying how that's possible? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Huh? Um, do you want to guess who you said back in 2015? Uh, probably Ryan Truex. That's correct. You said, actually, you said, I used to get mistaken for Ryan Truex, but now it's kind of the other way. It's nicer that yeah. way for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't get mistaken for him. He gets mistaken for me. <laughs> okay. The last interview was with Joey Logano. And his question is, um, what is your plan to help our sport and our community in the next year? Oh, what are your goals to make what we do better outside of the race car? In the community? Oh, that's deep. <laughs> Well, Joey does a really good job at, at uh, all that. Um, he's probably like the best these days when it comes to community stuff. I don't really have I don't have a Kyle Larson Foundation or a charity really that I have you know focused on or spent a lot of time and effort on helping. So I guess that's something maybe I could do in the next year or so. It'd be set up a foundation, figure out what I want to give back to and help out uh whether it's sick children or or just people in need really um so i don't know i guess just there's a lot i could do um just i guess just try and take the next step into all that as a professional athlete because i think a lot of you know professional athletes that's what they do is is give back to the community so that's something i need to grow grow up and, and do um but i still don't really know how exactly i'm gonna do that okay and the the next interview i'm pretty sure is with eric almarola so do you have a question that i could ask eric eric almarola i recently well he recently introduced me to his his grandfather uh who raced sprint cars um Volusia the other day um so maybe ask him if there is a certain what what race stands out to him of watching his grandpa the most? Okay. Race and sprint cars. That's a good question. Do you regret doing these 12 questions? That's the last question. <laughs> well, that's not... That's been more than 12 questions. Okay, now. that's number 13. All right, well, thanks Ian, anyway, whether you regret it or not. All right, everybody, so there you have it. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed that one. Hopefully, Kyle didn't regret doing the 12 questions, although I think he is glad, as am I, that we don't have to wake up early on a Pocono weekend or something to knock them out. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Coming up on the next edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast, it's going to be part of that new motivational, inspirational series that I'm calling The Driven Life. And it's going to be with Blake Cook. Blake Cook, as you know, was an Xfinity driver and lost his ride and then decided to start his own business, Filter Time. Um, to try to fund his ride. Now it's going so well that apparently he's stepping away from racing. But we're going to talk to him about staying positive and uh, passion and um, getting through hard times and having to uh, make some adjustments to make it through and things like that. So 
Hopefully you'll enjoy that podcast that's coming up next. And then I will be at Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend to see how the partial debut of the new rules package goes. Remember, this isn't the extreme version that we'll see at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, but this is still a different rules package. So uh, we'll see how that goes. And there will be a post-race podcast after 500 miles on Sunday. If you enjoy these podcasts and you listen to them on the Apple podcast through iTunes, if you would mind leaving a rating and review, I think that would help people find it. It's an ever crowded podcast space these days, even more and more NASCAR podcasts than ever. And uh, so in general, it really means a lot that you guys would take the time to listen to this one because I know there's, there's a lot out there that you could consume. So thank you for listening to mine. Really appreciate that. And I will talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.